For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Dose of Leadership Podcast, Episode 159. Welcome to another episode of the Dose of Leadership podcast, the show that brings you inspiring and educational interviews with today's most relevant and motivating leaders. Each episode is dedicated to highlight real-life leadership and influence experts who dedicate their lives to the pursuit of the truth, common sense, and courageous leadership. And now, here's your host, Richard Ryerson. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. This is Richard Ryerson. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. This show is brought to you by my sponsor, Audible.com. If you're like me, you like to read, but you're having trouble finding the time to squeeze in all those great books, well, Audible.com is a perfect solution. The audiobooks are great. I never thought I would like them, but I love them now. It's a great way to get caught up. I listen to and get caught up on the book as I'm driving to work, if I'm exercising, any free time, working out in the yard, I can get caught up on all my reading. You can go to uh, my website, doseofleadership.com slash audible, and you can uh, download a free audiobook. Any audiobook they have, over 100,000 titles to choose from, you can download it for free, listen to it. You can sign up for 30 days with no obligation. If you don't like it after 30 days, you can cancel your subscription. But again, it's no risk to you. Go check out doseofleadership.com slash audible and make your smartphone smarter. I'm so excited to have on my show, Kerry Oberbrunner. He left his day job to pursue his dream job, Igniting Souls. Through his writing, speaking, and coaching, he helps individuals and organizations clarify exactly who they are, why they are here, and where they should invest their time and energy. Kerry struggled finding his own distinct voice and passion, and as a young man, he suffered from severe stuttering, depression, and self-injury. Today, a transformed man, Kerry invests his time helping others achieve their true potential. He is the founder of Redeem the Day, which serves the best or serves the business community in Igniting Souls, which serves the nonprofit community. Kerry is also a founding partner on the John Maxwell team, a team I'm, that I'm a member of as well, and the author of several books and a brand new one called Day Job to Dream Job. Kerry, welcome to the Dose of Leadership podcast. Hey, Richard. It's great to be here. Thanks. Well, our mutual friend, Jared Easley, recommended you, and I was so excited to get anytime Jared recommends somebody, I'd love to get him on the show. So thank you for such short notice and coming on. So tell us a little bit more about Carrie. I went through your bio a little bit, but why are you so passionate about leadership? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, unfortunately, I think many people today are stuck. And they feel stuck because, let's face it, the world is the world's a pretty tough place. And lots of times we begin – we start out as dreamers, as young kids. We start out with energy. We start out with excitement. And just along the way, enough heartbreak happens that, that we just get sidelined. Yeah. Right, Richard? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And so one of the things that has been a major um, lifeline to me besides my faith is to realize that that self-leadership is where it starts. Yeah. You know, and in other words, if I'm if I'm in a tough place, well, guess what? I can get out of that by choosing to be a victor instead of a victim. 
And many people don't understand that. Many people see the world as something that happens to them rather than they happen to the world. And that little shift has uh, literally changed my life. Yeah, you know, that's such a great point. You know, and I, I that's one thing that's really been um, kind of an aha moment for me over the last 18 to 20 months. And I guess, I mean, even on the surface, I would even say that, that, you know, life gets in the way, these little adversities, the kind of feeling trapped in the business job. The more entrepreneurial I become, I think the more... Um, clear it has become and what you're talking about in your new book and I agree with you 100% sometimes we just feel like we have to we do what we're expected to do in, instead of what our heart and our passion is telling us to do is that is that really is what is at the heart of this book yeah and I mean the the statistics don't lie uh, one one uh, reputable uh, survey and research project found that 86% of people 86% of people, think about that, feel stuck in their day job and and are actually looking. <laughs> They're looking to get that's out. Amazing. Yeah. And and when you're looking to get out, that says several things. Number one, it says that you're not fully in, you're not fully present. And we know that as people, when we are not fully present people. Uh, we are really abdicating or we're giving up our our opportunity of the moment. But besides that, we adopt a mindset that creates imprison-like conditions where we start using words like, oh, I have to go to work, I have yeah. to go to my job. And and even those subtle words that, that we use uh, speak volumes to our kids to our friends who are watching us and saying, well, gee, you know, this person is doing things they don't want to do. And when you live like that too long, uh, a part of you begins to die. You know, you raise some interesting questions and it's, it's, it's almost kind of hard to look at them if you look at them honestly. But, you know, what you ask the question, what is better? Is it better to die instantly or is it to die slowly throughout your career? And that just, wow, that kind of stings me right in the gut when you when you hear that. Because to, honestly, that's where I was maybe five, six years ago. And That's um, where I was too. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I won't reveal what I did formally because people might be offended. But the point is that, you know, I was at a job where you're supposed to be fully alive. I mean, I was leading an organization where you're supposed to be fully alive. And it's not that the job was so bad. But yeah, Richard, when parts of you are not fully alive and you have to essentially deny your calling and your gifting and the way you're wired in order to get a paycheck, that over time really begins to erode um, a, a true sense of aliveness. And I believe that the most powerful weapon on earth is the human soul on fire, and that's spoken by a, a French general named Ferdinand Foch. What, what was his deal? I never heard of him. I don't know, but he was asked the question, and, and he said that the most powerful <laughs> weapon on earth was the human soul on fire. And you think about that, a French general. I mean, he saw men giving their lives, and, and you know, women and, and, and children, and, but he saw tremendous uh, sacrifice tremendous um, just uh, bravery and courage. And looking over everything, he said that he believed the most powerful weapon on earth was, was the human soul on fire. You know, I think that 
I mean, I, I love that too. And I think that um, when I look back at what I was saying and some of that, that um, self-talk or that feeling anyway, when you're in that job that you just, you're not doing what you want to do. <clears throat> now, again, I know this is, I'm talking realistically here. I mean, it's not like, well, I've always wanted to be a center for the Boston Celtics. Well, that's not realistic. You know, that's not, that's, that, right. or I want to be a, a drummer in a rock band. Well, that's not realistic either with the obligations that I have now. But there is something to be said. I think a lot of people feel, and they, they look at um, their dream or their passion to be, um, have some presence online or ha- write their own book or do something that's really stirring their soul or go volunteer and join the Peace Corps, whatever that is. But because of their life choices and obligations with the kids and the mortgage and the debt that they've accumulated, they feel even more trapped. They feel like it's not even possible. What do you say to that? Because that's really where I was five, six years ago. And I'm curious to hear your story too. But what do you say to those people out there saying, it's not possible, Carrie, I can't do that. I got too many obligations. Yeah, I would say today it's easier than ever. Great point. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's easier than ever. And uh, Richard, in the book, I use a Shawshank redemption metaphor quite a bit. Um, I literally wrote the book, um, a large portion of it, inside Shawshank Prison. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean, literally the same cell where Andy Dufresne served solitary confinement as a uh, punishment for that anthem of freedom he played, uh, that piece uh, of Mozart by, um, you know, to the prisoners. He just wanted to be free. He wanted to taste freedom. Here's what I would say. There's three P's. There's, there's the prison, the plan, and the payoff. Most prisoners want to go from prison to payoff. And we know that from the Shawshank Redemption, remember the guy uh, Brooks? I don't know if you've ever seen yep, the movie. I have seen the movie, yeah. Yeah, he's the guy who got free. Right. He's, he's the old guy who served his time. And once he got on the outside, he didn't know we know yeah. that he killed himself. That's right. He didn't know what to do. suicide. Yeah. And the reason why he committed suicide is because he never got free on the inside. He was only free on the outside. And so we see this in, in um, circumstances all the time, Richard, when people win the lottery. People get a bankroll of money. And now they say, oh, my gosh, now I can do my dream job or now I can live a life of freedom. And guess what? Statistics show that they self-destruct. Right. They, they literally uh, hang themselves. I mean, you know, they, they commit suicide uh, emotionally, financially, spiritually speaking. Well, they never became the person worthy of their dream job. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So – Andy, on the other hand, Andy in prison, he became free long before he got free. Yeah. See, he was he was in his cell night and day, chipping away at the wall, uh, while other prisoners were just you know lifting weights or, or goofing off. He had a plan, and so what I talk about in the book, Richard, is that you need a plan, and I need a plan. I mean, trust me, I had desires, kind of like you were saying five, six years ago. You you were a prisoner, and you saw the payoff, you wanted the payoff, but you probably didn't have a plan yet. No, you're right. Is that correct? That is correct. And so in the book, what I do is I, I, I map out what's called the dream job or plan. 
I went out and I just scoured uh, the landscape and reviewed my own journey and the journey that I've now been able to help uh, many people through. And I literally mapped out nine steps. And these nine steps are um, productive actions that we need to take that create a plan so that, just like you, Richard, I think you have, what, four kids? Yes, I do. Yeah, I had th- I have three kids. And so when I went to my wife <laughs> a few years back and said, you know, honey, I'm dying here. You know, I know we got a lot of great stuff. Um, externally speaking, we have security, we have health insurance, we have a great loving community. We, we have portions of our life where we feel alive. But there's also this untapped dreams that are just, killing me and you know like any great woman she said well how are we going to do it (laughs) (laughs) because you know I don't recommend just jumping I recommend that you need a plan and Andy didn't just jump Andy mapped out a plan and it was very uh, strategic including uh, storing up savings um, through you know his time with the, the warden and creating a plan and and uh, and sure enough he broke free and and I believe we can do that too. Well, I love what you, I love your steps. I mean, and I'm looking at at the steps like and I look back at what I did. I probably and I I wish I would have had something like this earlier on because I actually finally did just take a jump and leap and I took I took a leap of faith. And I always consider myself a great planner. This would have been helpful to kind of got my mind and I even look at it now and I'm kind of see I'm kind of like in the middle of some of these but I love the the idea of designing your story designing your space designing your service you know you're making you think long before you even created your platform I would say I created my platform before I went through those other three steps which I think would have been so helpful um, yeah well you know it's funny Richard when I coach my clients I use a metaphor and it might help your listeners I say just imagine that you are a restaurant because I truly believe that we are our business. Okay. People don't buy our products and services. They buy us. Right. Right. So when people drive up to your quote, imaginary restaurant and they say, you know, Richard, I have heard so many great things about you. I mean, I just talked to my friend and he said, it's awesome to work with you, but I got to ask Richard, you know, through this drive through restaurant uh, window, what do you serve? And after you tell me, how much does it cost? You would be amazed, Richard, at how many people, they want to get free and do their dream job. But then when you really drill down and you say, okay, what are you going to sell? What are people are going to buy from you? How much are you going to charge? People have zero clarity. Yeah. <laughs> and the problem is, is people always say income's their problem. You know, if I could just get more income, then I could do my dream job. I say, no, no, no. It starts with clarity. Clarity is your problem. I believe that once you have clarity, then you get competence. And I'm just going to walk through these really quick. Can I do this, Richard? Absolutely. Okay. So clarity produces competence. In other words, you realize what you're good at, which produces confidence then influence, then impact, and then finally income. And I'll, I'll just give you a real quick story, Richard. When I was at my other day job, I didn't know what I was good at. I mean, I was very safe, secure, comfortable. I thought I could do that job well, but how do I go pro 
and what I'm really passionate about. I didn't have confidence. I didn't have influence, impact, or income. Well, a crazy story, it was at a conference that you and I have both attended, Richard. I think you know what I'm referring to. Yeah. Um, but this happened three years ago where I was at this conference totally intimidated. I walk in and I'm like, wow, everyone in here is a rock star and who, who am I? Well, sure enough, Richard, I sat at a table where everyone was talking about books and how they wanted to write books and how they wanted to get published. And and there's little old me thinking I know nothing and I pipe up and I began to ask questions and say, well, have you ever thought about getting an agent and have you ever started your proposal? And I begin asking all these questions. The people turn and they say, where are you getting all this stuff? And I say, well, you know, I've written a few books. And they said, really? Richard, that night I went back to my room, I skipped the party, and I wrote out a one-page, what do I call it? I I call it a one-sheet. I teach this in the book and it's very simple. But I, t- I did a one sheet on the writing program and I said, in case somebody asks me tomorrow how to publish a book, I'm going to give them a one sheet. It's just a who, what, when, where, why, and how. And literally, Richard, the next day I sold my first products. That's great. Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. But until that point, I didn't have the clarity to know that if someone came up to me and said, what do you do and how much do you charge? I didn't know, and if you drive up to a through, if you drive up to a drive-through restaurant, and they can't tell you what food they serve or how much, you're going to drive away, right? Yep. You know, it's, you raise such a so many great points in that story, and I love that story. And and the and I think back to how much I've adjusted over the last say twenty months, twenty four months, and not doing that clarity piece up front and that work because it is hard work. I don't. I mean, it really is hard work to force yourself to think about what it is you're supposed to be focusing on. And uh, once you do that, though, it, it things seem to um, they don't magically fall into place, but it certainly becomes a lot more focused, like you said. Because if yeah. you go out there and you and you are like you said, well, I just need to get some more cash flow, some more income, and that's my goal. Well, you're going to flounder because and you're trying to appeal to all the masses. You know, you can't attract everybody. You got to find out who you're trying to target and what you're trying to sell and exactly what it is. You got to, you know, the, the cliches and niche it down and all that other stuff. But it's so true that you have to understand what you are selling and to who you're selling it to. Yeah. And, and what your purpose is. It's got to be, li- right. it's got to be aligned. I truly believe with your soul and your purpose. That is so true. And, and Richard, since we're on that topic, the other thing, too, that I see people make a mistake way too early on when they want to go pro is that they make it about them. Yeah, great point. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And that just is a reflection that we haven't dealt with our own self-limiting beliefs. Yeah. Right? Great and point. So, yep. Yeah. And so when I, when I coach my clients who are going pro, a lot of them will say, you know, I, I, I'm, in fact, the other day this happened. One guy on, on, on our, our session said, I just I don't want to sell because I don't want to be that guy, the guy with his hand out, the guy who looks salesy, the guy who just you know is coming off really trying to get, get, a, get a gig. And I said, whoa, 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 hold on. I said, you're telling me that when you're meeting with someone, all these fears are coming up that you don't want to be that guy? He said, absolutely, because I don't want to be that guy. I said, okay, right there is why you're not getting clients. 
Because if you're afraid of not being that guy, guess what your focus is? <laughs> you're not even in the room with your client. Right. And so he's shifted now his focus. I, I say this, Richard. I say, show up, filled up. Well, like show that. up, filled up. I like that. And yeah, and just like you have a cup of water, if you have a cup of water and it's full, guess what? You have something to give. Most people, when they want to go pro, they start showing up empty and they look to the client to, to, to fill them up or affirm them or give them belief. And guess what? Your client feels it intuitively. And if you don't show up filled up, they don't want to hire you because why are they hiring you when you haven't worked through your own stuff first? Oh, man, that is just absolutely brilliant. I love that. I, that's one of the best things I've heard all week. I think that is just so, um, so true. Because think about the times, and it, it doesn't have to be a business, but anything else. And this, what you're talking about could be even for a relationship or anything else. If you're so on a chokehold trying to control whatever it is, more income, more cash flow, this or that, and you show up, you're not full, you're not present, man, it's just, it's just, oh, I love that. That's great insight, Kerry. I really love that. Yeah. And so, you know, some of my team jokes with me that I can literally get clients when I go to a park pushing my daughter on a swing, which is a true story. <laughs> because because I'll tell you what, Richard, when people go to the park and push their daughter on a swing, um, I'm pushing a swing, I'm pushing my daughter, and guess what? There's a guy next to me, and yeah, he's pushing his daughter. That's right. And he came to the park, and that guy, true story, this guy was all broken. He was busted up inside, and he felt stuck. And he didn't know how to get free. And all I'm doing is I'm pushing a swing and I showed up, filled up. And he begins to just confide in me and talk about his job. And then at the very end, he says, well, what do you do? And I say, well, I do what I just have been doing. He said, what's that? Coaching. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? I didn't say, oh, my gosh, I'm going to a park. How can I score a client? No, 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 no. You just show up filled up and there are clients all around you if you know clarity and competence and confidence. Then you'll begin to influence, impact, and then the income flows. Oh, it's just great. I love that. So what's next for you? I mean, how can how is the the is the book officially launched? When's it coming out? When's it when does it officially hit the so, street? You know, I don't know when the podcast will will play here, but the book, uh, I have a copy in my hands, um, and but it's not in stores yet, but you can pre-order it. And what we've done, this is another thing I, I teach, Richard. I teach that you don't wait for your product to come out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, talk about that. Yeah. Look, is uh, are the fall movies that are coming out saying, hey, let's not show any trailers. You know, <laughs> let's not show any previews. No. Come on. What this what they're doing is is what I've coined market before you manufacture. Okay? Market before you manufacture. This is what everybody does. I mean, when when I took my wife and kids to Disney, guess what? We paid in full before we even went down one ride. Right. Okay. Um when you buy clothes online, you drop the money, then you get your product. And so what people do in the space that we're in, Richard, a lot of people think they go in their laboratory, create a product or a service, then come out and announce it to the world. Yeah. The, problem is, the problem is the world's not listening. Right. 
right? And so, you know what, Richard? I've already run dream job boot camps um, in Shawshank Prison in May. Isn't that funny? That's hilarious. I love and that. The, and the book doesn't even come out till August. But guess what? I marketed before I manufactured. And there's a whole strategy to this. And you know, we we have uh, free training online that talks about some of this. But but Richard, I'm sure when you wanted to do your podcast, which by the way is awesome, it's a great oh, podcast. You. You've attracted some really. I, I, I looked at your podcast. I'm like, he had these people on and I get to be on? Wow, that is cool. Well, thank you. Uh, so congratulations to you. But let me guess. You didn't one day just say, you know what? Today I'm going to create a podcast. And then you had it all done that day. Is that true? That's not true. Not at all. Yeah. So instead of what you did is you had the idea. And so what I say, Richard, is everything that people see, everything. I mean, just literally your listeners should look around them in the room that they're at right now. Everything that they see has been created twice. Yep. Right? Yep. Once, in, once in the mind of the creator, whether it's a pen or a dry erase marker or a book, it was created once in the mind and created twice, right? Secondly, in in the physical universe. And so what I tell people is, Bring people into that gap between those two creative planes. I love that. Yeah. Don't just come up with your idea and then create it and then market it. No, no, no. Have the idea and then begin to market it just like they do in movies. Um, by the way, this is, this is so funny, Richard, because people don't realize this, but this is what people do all the time. I mean, do you realize I think my son plays Minecraft. Have you ever heard of that game? Oh, yeah. My kids play it. Yep. I think my wife dropped money on that thing months ago, if I'm not mistaken, but it still hasn't shipped. <laughs> In other words, our whole system, our whole society is market before you manufacture. But most, I call them dream jobbers, most dream jobbers fear this because they say, what if my product doesn't look good? Yeah. No, you it's, see, it's a great. What if point. I fail? Yep. What if I can't do the product? And what I again, most of the the biggest thing I can underscore for our whole interview, the the thing I would want people to take away is that you get your dream job when you become the person worthy of your dream job. That's great. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And quick quick story, Richard. Sorry, I got no, go fired up, man. You go ahead. Um, right now, you can buy a gold medal on eBay, an Olympic gold medal for $19,000, okay? I know because uh, I wanted to tell the story. But anyway, you go on eBay and you buy that Olympic gold medal for $19,000. Guess what? It does nothing for you. It does nothing for you because you didn't do anything for it. Now, Michael Phelps gets a gold medal when he becomes a person worthy of the gold medal, yeah. i.e. training, discipline, coaching. That's when he's granted a gold medal and therefore it means something. Lots of people out there want a dream job handed to them without becoming the person worthy of their dream job. And the entire book talks about how to become a person worthy and then trains you in those nine steps. 
Oh, I love it. I love the analogies. I love the stories. I love the fact that you went to Shawshank to write some of it, that you did some of the, the workshops within the, the group. I love the whole concept, especially it's critical for all of us out there. And I can speak from, because I, com- I come from this place, and I'm in the middle of this journey as, as we speak right now, as you are too, Carrie. I don't think it ever stops. Right. I think it's a journey that's never ending, and it's always adjusting, and you're seeing what goes. And I think, like you said, the underscore and the importance of what you said, that it's about, for me, I call it the 75% solution, and that's something I I, mm. I talk about it a lot from my experiences in the Marine Corps, and it says, at some point, you've got to say, good enough is good enough. Now, we're, that doesn't mean we don't strive for perfection, professionalism, right. and all that thing, but that's what that kind of market before you men- mentality is. It, to me, it's like, okay, look, I'm never going to have uh, the time or it's not realistic to think I'm going to have all the perfect information to have it all in a nice little tidy box and deliver to the customer and people are going to come in droves. That's what I think a lot of people think happens in business and in life in general mm-hmm. is that we do these perfect plans. And I know we talked about planning, but I, it's the difference with thinking uh, that subtle shift of thinking, okay, I have a half a perfect plan with a perfect execution, flawless execution so I can have um, a perfect outcome. It's never that way. Everything that nope. happens great is a series of missteps, setbacks, adversities, and, and it's really the overcoming of those is what separates the successful from the not. Did I capture that right? Oh, I love it. it you just nailed it because what you just said is adversities and overcoming. And I, oh, man, that is so huge. That's that's a major step in our dream job boot camp. It's that the obstacles are going to come. It's not if. Yeah, it, if it's they when, are. That's exactly right. right. Yeah. And, and when you overcome those obstacles, yes, you're becoming the person worthy of your dream ah, job. I love it. Yep. Yeah, I love it. And I love the fact that you've served us um, in the military. So gratitude and well, thanks thank for that. Well, man, this is an, an awesome I mean, piece of uh, work that I'm excited to get into my hands, and um, I'm so excited Jared put me in touch with you. Anything I can do to support your cause and what you're doing and get my listeners to, to learn more about you, I'm all about. How can people find you and get in touch with you and, and get more information about this book? Well, a couple things. Um, one is that when this podcast launches um, – Check it, but we should have up this crazy thing. I told my team, I said, we need to get this book out like ASAP to people at an at a ridiculous uh, deal. And so um, if you go to dayjobtodreamjob.com, not only will you see our book trailer that we filmed in Shawshank Prison, which is awesome, um, the guy who filmed it, I was so lucky to get him. He's done work on uh, Nickelodeon and Game of Thrones, and he he did the book trailer. But anyway, um, people can get the book for half off. In other words, I'm going to eat some of the the, the fees here. They're going to get the book for half off, um, and then I'm going to also give them free bonuses. And one of the free bonuses is the 200 page guide. Um, for the the uh, dream job boot camp, it's the first step. So they're going to get the first step, and uh, it, it's it's over two hundred pages of craziness that's uh, going to help your people because that's what I'm about. Look, the book's fine, the book's cool, but the magic happens when you really engage in it, and 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 just like just like you do, Richard. I know you read books, and books are great, but it's when you 
digest those books yeah, and, and apply it. That's where the magic happens. Yeah, it's the marination and then, of it and then, and then actually having some sort of transformation with either within yourself or with the person you're working with. That's when it really becomes magical, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I had to pull a few strings with my team. But anyway, this is, all, this is only going to be a short-term thing. And, and so if people listen to this podcast after that, um, my website's carryoverbrunner.com, but all this is found at dayjobtodreamjob.com. And uh, Richard, thanks so much for your doing for what you're doing with um, the world and and just this podcast and adding value to so many people. Well, Carrie, thank you, thank you for those kind of words. I'll have links to all these on the post when it's on the the website. You can easily find everything Carrie's talking about here. Carrie, it was a pleasure to meet you, and I'm so glad to have you part of my uh, circle. And I look forward to uh, staying in touch and working with you uh, from here on out. Thanks so much, Richard. All right, thank you. Richard invites you to become a part of the Dose of Leadership community. Visit doseofleadership.com and sign up to receive his free Common Sense Leadership ebook, a guide that highlights how all of us can learn to become calm, confident, consistent, and courageous in all aspects of our lives. Richard is also available as a speaker for your next event. Richard specializes in practical leadership and change management. He has a philosophy of inspiring everyone to think and act like a leader, which is based on timeless natural principles and common sense. You can get more info by visiting doseofleadership.com. When you drive the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among all brands in the J.D. Power 2022 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study based on 2019 models. See jdpower.com slash awards for 2022 details. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day. And for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry, with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.